hello, hello. Welcome back to the Search Blue podcast. It's been a long time. I mean, <laughs> obviously, we've not spoken since, you know, who got sacked. And obviously, I don't know about Judah Tory, I don't know about Judah and Ubi, but for me, I feel sad. <laughs> I still feel sad about Tuku, but I've not really gotten over it yet, but I think gradually I will. But yeah, obviously, we, we didn't talk about the Salzburg game. You know, everybody was quite busy, so unfortunately, we couldn't make it. But today, I'm joined by Ubi and I'm joined by Judah. As we reflect on the Crystal Palace game, and we preview the AC Milan game. So yeah, how you guys doing? It's been a long time. Ubi Judah, how you guys doing? Long time no speak. I'm doing all right, man. It's been a while, as you said. It just <laughs> feels good to be back, especially after a win, you know. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I miss doing this with you guys. So let's get started. Cheers, bro. Judah, how have you been? Yeah, I've, I've been all right. I've been all right. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. In a way, I actually missed Chelsea over the international break, but. <laughs> They almost got back to default setting today, though, but <laughs> I guess we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, I've been all right. Yeah. Welcome. I didn't miss Chelsea during the international break. Like, for me, I was like, I'm glad we're never playing because it means... <laughs> <laughs> a bit of heartbreak sometimes, right? When we yeah. Learn. It's like, to say, most of the times, Chelsea is the only team I, I usually bother myself to watch because, you know, I'm always, like, busy and all that. So I yeah. can't, I can't like bother to be watching international matches or something because I, I really don't find anything intriguing in international matches, you know. So yeah, so it's nice to have like club football back, man. Even when Nigeria play, you don't find it um, interesting. Uh, not at all. That's literally the last country I'm going, I'm going to watch playing, man. Very harsh, <laughs> man. Like There's the last... a lot of talents there, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like the last country I'm going to watch playing. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but okay, I'm curious because Ubi and I were speaking before you came. We were speaking off air about like, okay, the World Cup. Obviously, you guys know. Every guys listen to this episode. You guys know the World Cup is in fifty days, so that should be fun. Yeah. Ubi and I were talking about like, oh, we're supporting Germany, but I was trying to make a case for Ronaldo and Thiago Silva. But um, Judah, who are you supporting in the World Cup? Um. To be sincere, I was also supporting Germany, but I don't know, this international break, they were not really looking good. I don't know. I think as as Flink has a lot of work to still do with that squad. But yeah, I was written for Germany before, but uh, now I would just say um, the South American teams are looking, uh, rather the South American countries are looking like they are going to cook this World Cup. You know, Brazil, Argentina, and... Um, and which other one? Yeah, just Brazil and Argentina, basically. So I would, I would say I'm rooting for Brazil actually because they have a lot of talent in their squad. So I would like to see how they will utilize the talent that they have at their disposal. You know. Yeah, we're even talking about oh, it would be nice to see Thiago Silva win the World Cup. I don't know if Neymar, if I want to see Neymar win the World Cup, but it's given. I don't want to see Neymar <laughs> win the World Cup. No, because I would see Cristiano Ronaldo win the World Cup more. I love Thiago <laughs> yet, but I want Ronaldo. If Ronaldo nah, wins it, Ronaldo but... is finished, man. Unfortunately for him, he's <laughs> not. And you, you prove it. You see, you prove it during the World Cup. 
You know, he and there's not, bro. There's nothing he can do, man. As far as what's the, what's that their coach name? As far yeah. as that guy is still their coach, that guy is, he plays backward football, man. Like even if he's literally playing against San Marino, the guy packs the box. So, nah. I'll have yeah, to yeah, bro. I'll... Ask anyone. The guy plays backward football, man. <laughs> have to respect for the Euro- European winning um manager. He won the U- U- European Cup in twenty sixteen. You know, so have some respect for him. Fernandez, Fernando, Fernandez Torres, Fernando, San, Fernando Santos. That's the only achievement he relies on. Ah, see this guy. Do you know? Do you know how backward Portugal national team was before? Before he did that, so have to put some respect on his name. The guy is good, actually. I, I enjoy watching Portugal. I don't know what you mean. I don't know. Ubi, do you enjoy watching Portugal? You live in Spain, but obviously, I know Portugal and Spain are really close, and there's a rival rivalry. So, do you enjoy what you put? I mean, they have a really solid team, of course, especially if you think about... I'm not sure if Rafael Leao, for example, is playing, but imagine the Rafael Leao partnership with CR7. They have, of course, Renato Sanchez. I'm not saying saying they don't have um, a good squad. They have a good squad, fine. But, bro, like I said, their coach is the problem, you know? Like, their coach is their main problem. They've always been known for their possession-based game they're not yeah. like brazil for example where they have this silky samba touch as they say right it's just different for the portuguese but i still do enjoy watching them i mean <laughs> so, somehow they remind me of chelsea <laughs> with the backward <laughs> passes and whatnot <laughs> so so you know familiar ground here that's why maybe who knows <laughs> yeah maybe yeah man it'd be nice to have cristiano ronaldo lift that walk up trophy and you know mod all the messy messy people yeah. you know yeah, we move, we move. But yeah, Raf- Rafael, yeah, was a good shout because, you know, he. I heard he might, Chelsea might be interested during the summer. Yeah. But yeah, we move, we move. So yeah, guys, I mean, look, coming into the Palace game, I don't know how you guys were feeling. The lineup, I saw the lineup, but I'm like, okay, are we playing? Because the, the Premier League app said we're playing back three. Well, I saw people on Twitter saying we're playing back four. But I don't know, Judah, Ubi, what was your reaction to the lineup? Um, I think it was a four triple two, if I'm not mistaken, and it changed a lot during the game. Yeah. But I think it was a solid lineup, to be honest. It made sense because coming from the international break, uh, Havertz had a good form with Germany. He scored, so he was in the lineup. Sterling and Aubameyang. I mean, these are kind of untouchable right now because I yeah. guess he doesn't trust Broja yet. Maybe that's why he prefers Aubameyang. But yeah, yeah my, my reaction was good. Like, I, I was satisfied with the lineup as, like, on paper, let's say, right? Of course, they had some hiccups here and there, but yeah, the initial reaction was good. Did, how about you? Were you surprised by any introduction in the lineup? Because I think I was surprised. Kulibali's <clears throat> bench, I know, surprised. I actually forgot. I won't lie, I forgot Kulibali was in the team, actually, but. <laughs> Nah, that, that was not really much of a surprise to me though because um he has not really adapted to Premier League if we're being sincere. So and like like we said, the coach wanted to opt for a back four. So yeah. there's not just any way to fit him in. Like and mm-hmm. if I wouldn't how would I put it? If he was going to bench Thiago Silva for Kulibali, then <laughs> bro. People yes. come for his head because exactly because Thiago Silva has literally been, if not the best player for from the beginning of the season, and the man is literally thirty eight years old. You know, so 
Yeah, so I didn't think he have he had um much of a choice than just to bench Kulibali. But I won't be surprised if we see Kulibali starting on Wednesday though, because Thiago Silva has played a lot of matches, man. He played the two games for Brazil as well over the international break. Yeah, you, you know, know the guys. Yeah. You know, he's, a, he's he's not human. So <laughs> yeah, like, but bro, we don't need to. How do I put it? We don't need to stretch, like, push him to <laughs> to to the brim. Like, <laughs> if not, by the time he gets that one injury, man, it can be maybe two months or three months. Um, don't let me jinx it, anyways. But I'm just saying we should really like be careful in and managing its minutes, man. It's it's years. Yeah, we need to put that at the back of our mind. True, especially the World Cup coming around. That would be the last thing he wants. Exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, he, we all know that he wants to play in the World Cup because it's yeah. meant to be his last, his last tournament with them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, okay. So, obviously, we had, I think we had Thiago Silva in line. We had, for final, Thiago Silva at back. Kepa in goal. Chilwell at left back. Chris James at right back. Um, Kovacic and um, Mount and uh, Jorginho. I know we'll be talking about four triple two formation. Then we had Kai Havertz and Sterling and um, Obamia. Yeah, but okay. I mean, obviously we started the game and Palace all of us. In fact, Fofana caused the first goal. I don't know what you guys think, but for me, I think Fofana caused the first goal. He ran out when he didn't need to, and then by leaving that hole or gap or space, wherever. They went out wide and they crossed into that space. Obviously, he couldn't recover quick enough, and Edward scored. So me, I was kind of surprised because I thought, okay, I thought, okay, we'll keep a clean sheet today. It'll be that kind of game that, okay, solid at the back, a nice one nil or a nice two nil, you know, professional game. I was forced to concede early. I was like, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Judah, what was your reaction to that goal, the Edward goal? I mean, I, um, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Judah. No, um, but you. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I think the goal, I mean, it was a solid goal, of course. Kepa couldn't have stopped it. He didn't even move a muscle, I think, for the first yeah. goal. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if I should blame Fofana. You know, it was a good goal. They were really silky, especially in the first half, actually, Crystal Palace. They were, they were moving the ball quickly. It felt like Chelsea were not, the engine of Chelsea was not turned on yet, you know? Like, it's they were rusty and stuff. <laughs> they haven't played a football game in, like, three weeks as, like, together as a team, of course, not counting yeah. the international games. So maybe that's why they were uh, caught off guard. But then we came better. We came back in the second half. It was a completely different story. Not even... Let's not talk about the substitutions yet. They were fantastic from Potter. But, yeah, I mean... Pff, I, I don't know if I should blame Fofana. In my opinion, the back line, I'm talking Chilwell, Silva, of course, Fofana and James had a, a really good game, especially Reese James and Thiago Silva. But yeah, Fofana, had, I mean, it was average. He didn't do anything outstanding, but he wasn't like a flop today, in my opinion, at least. Yeah. Yeah, but we just before I bring in Judah, we actually played a, a, a friendly behind closed doors against Bryson. <laughs> yeah, I heard, actually. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Judah. So, what was your reaction to that goal we considered? Like, for me, I'm blaming for Fana, but and yeah, he didn't really have. He was just there, like average. But he'll learn. He'll learn. I can see he'll learn playing alongside Thiago Silva. 
I like being objective. Cucurella, the Cucurella incident that happened against Spurs, it was not meant to stand. That goal were meant to win that game. You know, there's so many refereeing decisions that have happened this season that, you know, I've made my views on. And for me, I like being objective. Remember, we even spoke about the, the West Ham game when I was like, oh, Ubi said he thinks the, the goal should have been chalked off. No, Sorry, I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> He said no. If I said the game should have been two-two because I felt West Ham's goal should have stood, but he said no. It was a correct decision that Mendy got stamped on. So me, I like being objective. We all have different views on all. For me, I felt that the goal should have stood and it should have been two-two. We were lucky. So for me today, like Judah said, I feel we were lucky as well. But yeah. So obviously, yeah, one of those things that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so moving on, obviously Thiago Silva was involved in the equalizer. It was a smashing finish by Aubameyang. I mean, I'm, I was so like, I was so impressed by that finish. Actually, I mean, Ubi, what do you think? Ubi Jira, what do you guys think about the finish? Aubameyang's goal. Yeah, it was like Drogba-esque kind of strike. We missed that in our number nines. It's yep. what we've always asked from our strikers, and finally, Aubameyang delivers. It's his first goal for the club for Chelsea, of course. I, I hope more to come in the future. But yeah, it was like an instinctive touch uh, shot. Really, really quick, and he didn't even think about it twice. He was yeah. actually a volley, so it yeah. was a really clean strike. Yeah, I don't think he had another shot throughout the whole game, did he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he had another shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. yeah, but you know, what was your reaction to the goal? I mean, or your opinion on the goal? Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it was a great goal, man. Like, look, um. That's what strikers. That's what like a good number nine will get you. Like even Alan, how many times does he touch the ball in in Man City games? You know, but he still manages to get his goals. So it's the same thing with Aubameyang today. We we barely saw him all game, but you know that's one chance that he had. He took it mag- magnificently well. You know, so yeah, that's all. The, that's what a good number nine will get you basically. And yeah, it was a good goal, man. Like, but. Yeah. I I just feel like the old team have to do better. Like they really have to do better. That's that's <laughs> because I was I was saying it to I think I was saying it in a group that the the game was won by just individual brilliance. Like yeah, it was just individual brilliance. I really don't see any difference yet from Potter ball to <laughs> to jelly yeah. ball or whatever they call it. So <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, hopefully yeah. they improve though. Yeah, hopefully. Um. Obviously, oh, I was going to say shout out to Thiago Silva for smashing assist. But before we talk about moments, yeah, of the match, well, guys, please, how did Thiago Silva end up? <laughs> I think we had a corner prior to that. Maybe that's yeah. why he stayed in the front. Yeah, well, I don't find myself there, man. <laughs> Thiago Silva would have done that, you know, only him. Nobody Thiago else Silva was a left winger when Aubameyang scored, technically. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Smash how did he find himself there? Yeah, but I said I know I know we're gonna talk about moment of the game at Man of Match very soon. But I wanna talk about Mount's free kick. I mean, Judah, Ubi, what do you guys think about that free kick? I'm annoyed because I felt Mount should yeah, I know he had a stinker in general. He had a stinker, and this is yeah. one of them. The free kick. You're talking about the one that's like yeah. in the box, right? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. He, I don't know. His decision was not the best. He could have like passed it to another teammate that's like on the other side, and then surprised the goalkeeper because you know yeah. there was one area congested. The other one was yeah. pretty empty. But yeah. hey, 
it is what it is. We won in the end, so that's what matters. Yeah. But yeah, Mountain, even Jorginho had stinkers, in my opinion. Today. Sterling as well. Sterling as even well. Sterling, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah but Judah, what's your opinion on that free kick? I mean, for me, I thought he should have gone <laughs> to the other side. Because like, oh, yeah, I don't would... know. When you guys reach out, you were expecting like, something meaningful from that free kick. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I always see on, on like YouTube some compilation... Crazy compilation of goals scored from like a free kick that's inside the box. And I'm like, uh, why can't Chelsea be one of these teams? You know what I'm saying? Well, nah, I, I just feel like I just feel like there was there was really nowhere to aim at or whatever. So he could have tried it in the targets though, but yeah. know, it was just it was just trying to be too too cute with the ball and all that. And yeah. Yeah. He, he he yeah. just summed up his, his, his game, really. Like, he just summed yeah. up his, his own game today. Yeah. I mean, he had a header as well. That head, header. But he can't complain much about the header. I just feel he should have done better that free kick because if he aimed for the other side, he would probably get deflected and go in chaos or whatever. Yeah, but going for that narrow part didn't really make any sense to me. It was quite frustrating. Yeah, but... Yeah, uh, don't mind him. Yeah, um, Ubi said, you know, he would like to see Chelsea score free kicks and stuff. But yeah, you guys... Opted to sell Marcos Alonso. This is what he gets for selling Marcos Alonso. How you did know? I just know that this brother was going to bring up his name? <laughs> <laughs> because it's free kicks, man. You know, Marcos Alonso and free kicks always go hand in hand. Synonymous is synonymous with free kicks. So, you know, but let's not digress. Let's not digress. Let's talk about the Galaga goal. So, obviously, people are talking about police give an assist and all that. But that's not an assist in my book. He just did his rubbish and passed the ball. And people are like, oh, if Jorginho was on the ball, they'll probably pass back or and, sideways. Um, someone that, someone that, someone that <laughs> didn't literally, he was not looking to pass. I'm telling me he did, he made an assist. I, I know, right? I, man, Twitter, man, is such a... But Ubi, what's your opinion on the Pulisic assist? Be, obviously, Galahar's goal was smashing. Don't get me wrong, but... yeah. Ooh. But uh, but yeah, what's your opinion? Because uh, politics, whenever I, I don't know, yeah, obviously we didn't talk of like I said as I introduced the episode, we didn't talk. We haven't spoken for a long time, but I'm sure you guys heard about politics released the book, and he referenced Tukul in the book and all that. So anytime yeah. I see politics now, I just get annoyed. So yeah, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, it was not a meant assist to me because he was dribbling past the players and then he laid off to Gallagher. More like yeah. a one-two kind of situation, you know, because he he even continued, but then Gallagher decided to shoot, which mm. good for him. He made a fantastic Lampard-esque goal, but yeah. to me, it wasn't an a meant to be assist, rather a one-two. Give me the ball so I can get into the box. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't count, but hey, I guess officially we have to say it's an assist in the books. I mean, it's as good as Ben White's assist for Thomas Party today. Rubbish. Yeah. It was just. A- Pass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, Pulisic, I mean, what do you guys think about him referencing to cool? Because I know I don't know if you guys saw that quote where he said he was well, annoyed at Well, what did he what did he even say? He said he was annoyed at Tuku because Tuku benched him for the second leg game against Madrid after Tuku promised him that he'll start. But Tuku's <laughs> I don't know, like, what do you guys think? We won the the trophy that year. Why he cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, in the end, the Champions League is about the team effort, not an individual effort. So it just made no Bro. sense to talk about something that old, you know? It was so stupid. Like, it was so stupid. Like, anytime I see him now, I'm just like, this guy pisses me off. Like, I don't want to look at you. You get that yeah. kind of thing. 
I think if yep. we can sell him with Jorginho in in January <laughs> or next summer, would be a good business for Chelsea. Generates profit and then buy, for sure. yeah, and then buy worthy players. In my opinion, hopefully America doesn't win the World Cup. You know, but agreed. Nah, when I, I hope they don't get out of their group stage. <laughs> You'll see, they're they're not gonna <laughs> they're gonna flop. <laughs> I have a feeling. Yeah, man. Imagine if America wins the World Cup, bro. Pulisic is here forever and ever and ever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't yeah, think um, it's great anyway. Anyways, because bro, we have American owners. They are going to. They're not going to like. They'll not be willing to. To let him go. Don't be willing yeah. to let him go. Yeah, but at least he's not starting now. They're still on the bench, so that's good. Look, him and Zech are still on the bench. But yeah, I mean, Gallagher's goal was really good, right? I mean, he scores goals like that. For Palace, I know he scored. A few, he was in my field team last year, and I watched a few Palace games because of that. So I know he's got a lot of similar goals like that. So it was nice. To, I was happy for him because actually I insulted him a lot for his red card and silly decisions he did. I know Tori insulted, not like she insulted him, but she said there was reason. We lost to Leeds, you know, and I insulted him because of the red card against, was it West Ham or Leicester? Yeah, Leicester. I think it was Leicester. Yeah, Leicester. So I was happy for him that he scored, you know. So, yeah, it was a nice moment for him. I, I actually, you know, I didn't feel like we were going to lose or draw that game, to be honest. I felt like a winning goal was coming. You mean for today's some... game? Yeah, today's game, yeah. I mean, to be honest, we had a very late winning goal it was like 89th minute i yeah. had a feeling it's going to be a draw but it was a different feeling than before like before like i'm talking i don't know two months ago let's say when we played or last month i felt yeah. like we had no energy no one is moving it was you know continuous backward passes etc yeah. and that's because the players did not perform even though they're the same players but obviously it's a different manager and we all know how it goes with players and different managers i mean just a big proof i think 2015 including hazard and william and those fabregas i think it was uh, when Mourinho. remember when we were like 10th yeah. was it 2015 yeah yeah and then yeah, when we changed the manager they were like world-class players so, i mean <laughs> it, it's just the same dirty game so i guess the players have some motivation it's only graham's second uh game and yeah. actually, first uh, Premier League game, if I'm not mistaken. So you know, yeah. there's some motivation. I want to prove myself to the manager, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully, this lasts longer because we're still in October, the beginning of October. The season is basically until May, pretty much. So like, it's a very long season. I hope they yeah. still keep this motivation and keep going forward and not have the backward passes mentality and oh, I can't dribble past a single defender of the opposition. I hope that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, got, I see Gallagher. Um, Judah, what's your opinion on Gallagher's goal? It was nice, right? Yeah, it was, like I said, individual brilliance. It was, it was a wonderful goal, man. But hopefully he kicks, he kicks off his season from there because we all know he has had, he has had his lows this season. So... Hopefully he can he can kick off from there because as I said we need like all the yeah we need all, all the players because yeah we have nine games this month and bro that's a lot of football man <laughs> so so yeah I, I I believe it's it's a goal that will give him a huge morale boost which is needed at this you point. Think, 
you think do you think Gallagher should be starting ahead of Mount or they should starting together? Definitely, definitely. Like I mean, Mount has done nothing this season, so like he doesn't have any claim like to be in the starting lineup. Ian Avats, Avats as well. Like I just oh God. I was bleeding my eyes out watching Avats play today. No, but he played well like, today. What am I looking at? What am I watching? Avats actually played well today. But Ubi, um, what's your opinion? Do you think Gallagher should start ahead of Mount? And you can comment on Harvest as well if you want. Yeah, definitely. As Judah said, I mean, Mount, I don't know why this season he's not it. Like maybe he had one decent game, but the rest average and trash, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> and of course, Gallagher as a youngster, you know, who still needs to prove himself and I guess clean slate after that red cards and stuff. He deserves to be starting at least the next game. Especially after that fantastic goal. I mean, I don't even remember any Chelsea player in the last few years, I, I would say, who scored such a beautiful outside-the-box shot with, with such accuracy and power. Um, you know, like, it doesn't happen that often. And if it does, it's like once in a while. Yeah. So the fact that he did that goal after having, you know, a few, few weeks ago, red card... It's amazing. So he deserves to be started ahead of Mount. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but to answer your question, Ziyech against Spurs last year. I mean, true. But you said you said it yourself, man, last season. Yeah, that, true. That was a while yeah. ago. In Kovacic as well, but yeah, last season. Nobody this season. I don't think anybody this season has scored. Exactly. I mean, this is different it. than the Kovacic. The goal was more of a volley. The ZH goal was um, like a finesse into the the top goal. This one was like a power strike, you know, from outside the yeah. box. It's a kind of different. I mean, they're the same distance, but like different kind of type of strike, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for him, though. So is that our moment of the match? I mean, my moment of the match is the Thiago Silva handball. <laughs> but I don't know what you guys <laughs> For me, I think that was outright moment of the match. I don't, I don't really have a man of the match to be fair. Maybe Rhys James. Rhys James had Zaha on lock actually. Like not, man of the know. match, I'll give, I'll give Rhys James. Yeah, yeah, Rhys James. Yeah. So what moment stood out for you, Judah? What was the moment of the match for you? The uh, moment of the match was Aubameyang's goal because it was nice to you know see him have his first goal for. For um for Chelsea and in the London derby as well. So yeah, I would say that was my more and so like I said, it was a wonderfully taking goal. So yeah, I think that would be my moments of the match. And the uh, man of the match is is Rich James for me. So, yeah, yeah, me too, Rich James, yeah. Yeah, Ubiya, but it was the man of the match, moment of the match. Um likewise, moment of the match for me is the Thiago Silva handball because it was a fifty fifty chance still in my opinion it shouldn't have been read and it wasn't and i'm glad about it but it's true that it's uh you know it's a tough decision if it was a different referee different circumstances it maybe would have been read and obviously this would have changed the whole course of the game and my man of the match i don't have a like of course i do agree that reese james had a very good game him and even tiago silva but i'll just give it to obamian because it's his first goal it was that beautiful strike um and of course it was the equalizer so you know it, because of that goal we had the motivation to keep going and it, if it was like lukaku or whoever in front of goal it wouldn't be it wouldn't be I, a goal so like that's why i'm gonna give it to him today fair fair true true all right so 
when you t- when you spoke about the handball, I don't digress too much. I leave it there. Um, so let, let's talk about AC Milan. So obviously we're going to the Champions League now, and we 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 haven't we 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 have one point from two games, and I think we're bottom of the group. So we need to win to stand a chance of qualifying. I think anything less than a win will be trouble. Will be a problem for us. So I mean, how do you see that game going? AC. AC Milan playing at home, Chelsea at home to Milan. What do you guys think? Hello. Um. Hello? So yeah, for me, I I think it's going to be a tricky game. Really, like like I said, I've not seen any improvements from this team to the to Chelsea team. So I really don't know what to expect from them. <laughs> I mean, it could go either ways, but. I just hope that they can at least maybe get a draw because if we lose that game, bro, bro. a draw <laughs> bro, doesn't. Bro. That's what I'm saying. A draw makes us two points, and if Salzburg or Dynamo Zagreb win, we're fucked. It doesn't help us. Well, like and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I mean, at all, at all, they should just get a draw because if they get it lost, <laughs> it's not looking good, fam. <laughs> It's really not looking good. <laughs> I think we'll win, though. Maybe like 2 0 or something. I think we'll win. 2 0. So. It's yeah, possible. Ubi, what's your take? I mean, because yeah. we're bottom. No. It's Salzburg true. Have... We're bottom. We need to win and nothing less than win. And I think the best outcome is that if we win and the other two just draw, like 0 0 or something, or 1 1, yeah. maybe. That's the best outcome. But I think we, we're capable of winning because we have the momentum with us right now. Milan this season, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're still good, all right, but like they don't have the same effect of last season. Although they won the derby against uh, Inter, but like As... they've been, they lost to Napoli the other day, 18 September. They had a game, I think, and they, they've been drawing to like Atalanta and you know, smaller teams, Sassuolo and whatever. Actually, at the time of recording right now, they're playing Empoli in the Serie A and they're drawing 0 0, so you know. They don't have the same power anymore, so I think we're capable of winning. One to nothing is good, is good enough. But yeah, yeah, we need to have this momentum to carry us to score goals, especially early goals are you know decisive in the Champions League. But yeah, we're capable mm-hmm. of winning. I think we're going to qualify as second. If we do, well, that would be kind of a miracle, <laughs> but we're capable, I think. No, I think we should go for first, because second is, you know, if you qualify for second, just asking for danger. I mean, Obviously, yeah, true, but yeah, we, we lost a lot, you know, already. I'm not sure if we can recover. But hey, yeah, I mean, can. you're right, we're maybe. We only, um, I think we only, so yeah, only three points uh, uh, behind Milan and Milan on top of the group. So it's definitely um salvageable, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's definitely salvage the the Champions League season from that perspective. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Rafael Leao at. Um, playing against Chelsea actually I'm looking forward to that but um, yeah I want to ask you guys so obviously we didn't reflect on Tuku getting sacked but I want to know your expectations for Potter for me I don't really for me I'm just like a top 4 I guess let's see what he's doing Champions League but definitely top 4 so what was the expectation for Graham Potter you guys Uh, well for myself um, of course, top four is always good. That's like, should be the minimum, I think. I'm not going back to Europa League. We've won it already. <laughs> yeah, we don't need it again. <laughs> but um, 
I think since the board is giving him time, he may be too comfortable. I don't know if that's a good thing in this case. But um, I think what's what matters more than top four or top three is that he closes the gap with Man City. It used to be Liverpool, but to be honest, Liverpool is shit this season. <laughs> we all see it like they're, they're drawing and losing left, right, and center. They're not the same anymore, don't get me wrong. They're still a good team, but not as good as last season. But if he can close the gap with City, that would be fantastic. And then maybe next season, really go for the title, the PL. I think, I mean, there's a very tiny chance that we can win it. That's my optimism speaking. But realistically, I know it's very difficult. Unless we pull a miracle, who knows? Against all the odds, right? I think we have a better chance to win the Premier League than Arsenal. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Maybe. I'm not going to debate that. Anything against Arsenal, I'm good for it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Judah, I was having on Graham Potter, like his expectations for him or the expectations. <laughs> at yeah, yeah, Tom, top four in the Europa League. Yeah, top four in the what? Europa League. You want to go back to Europa League after everything? Ubi just said, I want okay. to, more or less, like I don't see, I don't see them avoiding it as, as of this as of this moment in time. I don't see them avoiding the Europa League in it. Oh. But, when, no when is this going to be key? When is this going to be key, anyways? Because if when you can, if you all can remember, the AC Milan um, coach was already even disrespectful to Chelsea. You know, he was saying that Poli is a tougher match than the Chelsea game. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, if if those boys are serious with their career and their <laughs> life, they will go to they will, they will beat AC Milan like three three goal difference or something. Well. We all know that they are not serious about football, in it. So, but yeah, I'm being serious though. Top four, the Europa League, because I I really don't see them. I really don't see them doing well in the Champions League. Like they've started poorly, and I don't know. I don't see them getting better. But in I case think... they do, in case they do, I would say yeah. top four and at least a decent cup run, and maybe. Gets into the quarterfinal or something of of the Champions League, yeah, that will be, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. that will be okay. Yeah, uh, but top is very important, so like definitely, hundred yeah. percent. I see people saying yeah. that it's not compulsory finish in top four or these. I'm like, what? What are you guys on about, man? Like, <laughs> if yeah. Tuchel was two years, will you guys be saying the same the same thing about Tuchel saying it's not compulsory finish in the top four? So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where people are getting the idea where they feel like it's it's calm if it finishes outside of the top four. Left to okay. me, that should not be acceptable at all. Let's do this. Um, this is the first time I'm speaking to you and Ubi about this Tukul situation. So, what was your opinion on Tukul sacking and all that? Like, obviously, I know it happened a long time ago, but I mean, obviously, in hindsight, what do you? What can you say? Well, uh, I think it's uh, heartbreaking news uh, when it was for every Chelsea fan, even probably till this day and beyond. Uh, it was uh, sorry, Tuchel was one of my favorite managers of all time, uh, alongside yeah. Mourinho. Even maybe I have the edge for uh, Tuchel. You have this connection he he yeah. made us feel with Chelsea lately, even with bad times. You know when we had the whole Russia thingy. He he really took it well. I don't think another coach would have been even bothered to like defend mm-hmm. and like talk politics and whatnot during the uh, conferences he had. Yeah. So like 
it was heartbreaking. I still think Potter is not nowhere near as good as uh, Tuchel. We all Never. tweeted about it. We reflected on it, but it still is shocking, to be honest, until yeah, this no. day for me, at least. And uh, do you know Tuchel won Manager of the Month in October 2021, when we were top of the league and everything? Yeah, but yeah, Judah, what's the opinion on Tuchel sacking and all that? I mean, like, what was it? Yeah, I mean, we all we all agree that you know they should have sacked him and all that, but. I just, I just feel like they had to do it at some point because we all, you know, read the news and all that's where they said um, Tuchel wasn't really getting along with Bully and and his and his um and his people, you know. So uh, I just, I for their sake, I just hope Potter does well, but for their sake, <laughs> because if if Potter doesn't do well, bro, Ed Sharo, like people will come after them. So I just hope that for their sake it does well. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um but I want to call it Inter Milan actually. Yeah. Inter Milan, are they not doing well? No, they got they lost today. So Inzaghi is Russia actually. Four games. They've lost four games already this season. So I want him at I want him at uh, what you call it? At Inter. It'll make a lot of sense. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Lukaku, people keep saying, oh, Lukaku and all that, but screw Lukaku, don't worry. Um, let's talk about... <laughs> let's talk about Unkuku to Chelsea. So I don't know if you guys saw Roma, Fabrizio Romano's, Romano's um, mm, tweets. Don't bite your tongue, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fabrizio Romano, yeah. Yeah, um, I go, I'm guessing you guys saw his tweets on... Um, yeah, I did. I think Twitter, yesterday, one of them, yeah. Are you guys excited? I mean, Nkuku, we all wanted Nkuku, so it's nice to have him. Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm very excited about Nkuku. He's a very talented uh, midfielder slash attacker. I mean, that's the yeah. beauty of him. He's very versatile. He, he can be... Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think he's a center midfielder, but I guess... As a makeshift one, he could be. Yeah. He, he's a number 10. He can be a striker even, a winger, right winger. He's really, really versatile and capable. He's lethal for his age. And I feel like he's matured enough already to be among the top 20, 30 maybe of all time midfielders. At least the last decade, I'm not talking about, I don't know, Pele or something, obviously. But you know what I mean. So yeah. it's just exciting to have him possibly at Chelsea. I, I'm su- I'm still a bit confused though. Like, did we buy him or we're going to? I, I wasn't. I didn't get the tweet that much. I I looked it up real quick. I didn't really interact yeah, that, much. I don't know if you can give insight about it. Um, basically, it says we're like top of the queue, first in line. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so they're like no, they're like um we've like I don't know according if the reports are true. Anyways, he has done a medical. And um, he has bas- he basically has his um, ad set on Chelsea, you know that kind of thing, and um, and yeah, and the order is left is for us to like agree a deal in for like a future deal with um, what's the name? Yeah. Abira- Leipzig, yeah. So, but I don't know personally. Yeah, I have PTSD from from <laughs> from when from Venna and and Avant, man. Like I have PTSD <laughs> from those two guys. So. <laughs> I'm not particularly sure. I'm keen on getting on getting a, a Buddhist liga attacker, bro. I'm I'm not particularly sure. I'm keen on getting a Buddhist liga attacker. We, 
But we that's created, just me, anyways. But you can see, as you can see, we created chances today. You know, so yeah, with the right yeah, manager. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm not saying Tuchel is wrong manager. I'm just saying, but with the right manager, a lot of magic. Look at Haaland. Haaland came from Bundesliga. Look at what he's doing. Even though you still, even though everybody listened to this, um, Judas still doesn't have Haaland in his FPL squad. I don't know understand what's going on, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you have Haaland in the FPL squad, please? Was was looking for there? <laughs> oh my, my captain God. forever. Harry Harry Kane scored today, isn't it? He scored a penalty. Haaland does uh, not. No, it's not no a goal. Well, 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 it's not going to count as a point for me. So it's Six, seven. Oh, okay. Let's oh call yeah, I was actually I wanted to get him on though, but I, I kind of like it's kind of skipped my mind. I wanted to replace um Ken with Haaland, but you see? yeah, it kind of skipped my mind. But... <laughs> yeah, but finally let's um, talk about Giroud and Tomori coming back to Stanford Bridge. Then we'll call it today. What can you say? I mean I'm happy to see Giroud. I mean Giroud is a baller. You know? Yeah. I think he's, he's a... gonna be a baller forever, especially Giroud. I'm not sure about uh, Tomori. He might have a, you know, like some beef with Chelsea because of the way he left, and he was underappreciated. We, we lost the top center uh, center back, honestly. Like, of course, he had potential, but maybe he wouldn't be unlocked in Chelsea, unfortunately, for whatever reason. But he was unlocked with AC Milan. Um, if he continues this way, especially last season with Milan, he had uh, really fantastic performances. Um, yeah. It would be, you know, interesting to see him back at the bridge. But I, I don't think anything bad will happen, or anyone will like boo him or something from the crowd. But yeah, yeah it would be nice to have them at the bridge. Fair enough, fair enough. Finally, finally, finally. I know it's said finally, but when we're talking about Jordan tomorrow, I still don't remember Costa is also coming back. But we'll reflect more on the next episode. But what can you say briefly? Costa is coming back to Chelsea. Because cool, we're playing Wolves after we play Milan. <laughs> and you know Costa is 34 it's been nice to see how he battles um, what was his name Thiago Silva same as Giroud Giroud is 36 right 35 I'm not sure so it'd be nice yeah, if Thiago... so we'll see how they get on against Thiago Silva well I don't know I think he's gonna score I, let's just see his reaction will he celebrate against us or not out of respect that's all I'll say I believe he's Costa... gonna score against wait us. you think he's going to score did he play today who Costa Costa yeah, yeah? Yeah, he played. Yeah, he came on. He came on towards the end. He looked good yeah. actually. Yeah, but he's not going to start against us, though. Well, yeah. If they sack their manager, I think he'll start. Oh, they sack their manager. If 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 if, because it's looking oh. like he's looking like. Okay. Him. Ah, okay. Yeah, nah, but I don't, I don't think the new manager will still train in like that. <laughs> the guy is old man. He needs he needs time to like gain much sharpness, much fitness, and all that. So. Uh, Training that into a big game like against Chelsea is going to be difficult for them. Man, it's Diego Costa, man. He doesn't need fitness. He is fitness itself. <laughs> <laughs> he just strikes the ball and that's it. He reminds me of R9, you know, the Brazilian. <laughs> he, when he was overweight, he just scores goals with his belly, you know. It's kind of <laughs> that kind of guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he's not going to score against us. It's not. It's not it's I mean, not. I hope we'll not, fight. but I have a feeling. I don't think <laughs> Oh, but I think you have a good game. Thiago Silva has got this, man. Thiago Silva has got this. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see how Thiago Silva handles him and Giroud, actually. That's if Thiago Silva plays on Wednesday, but yeah. 
Yeah, man. So let's round up. Thank you guys for coming. So good speaking to you guys. It's been a long time since we recorded, but yeah, we're back again. Yeah. Hopefully, we have more exciting things to talk about. Hopefully, we win yeah, the Premier League. Good news, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, good, um, good talking points coming up. Hopefully, we win the Premier League or win the Champions League or something. But okay. Graham, <laughs> I have to manage my expectations. <laughs> 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 understandably yeah yeah so Ubi we'd like to round us up I mean Judah thank you for coming bro yeah yeah sure man it's a pleasure as always pleasure is mine as well man it was an amazing episode coming back we feel a bit rusty but hey understandably it's been like three weeks since last time we talked in the episode yeah. and yeah looking forward to make more episodes with you guys it's been a pleasure yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna reflect on, on the we're gonna reflect and preview the World Cup as soon as it starts. So it should be fun. Stay everybody yeah, yeah. or you know should and be fun. Ahead. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, take care of yourself, guys. Catch you yeah, soon. bye guys. Yeah.